welcome to the podcast. Thanks. So you have something really big that's going on in your life right now, right? Yeah, um, I actually just started my... Welcome to another episode of Paris, Texas, a podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Dead Cat. If you guys are not aware, Dead Cat is what powers this podcast. We have studio downtown. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You can find us all over the place. Come check us out. Hang out with us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah, um, I actually just started my own podcast. What? Called Everyday Theologian. So we talk about the Bible, theology topics. And um, apart from that, I'm also doing like courses for people to understand how to navigate their Bible and study on their own. That's awesome. And um, I also wrote a kid's book. You're writing a kid's book? Yeah, it is coming back from editing hopefully this week. So, oh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. What age frame? Um, early childhood, so like two to six, probably. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Charlie Rose, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Last time I forgot to say the person's name. I'm going to rattle myself. <laughs> Leo was like in the background of the podcast with a piece of paper said, did you say their name? <laughs> uh, yeah, you've been, how many podcasts have you been doing? Uh, so it's like we're really close to 100. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I should learn from you. I, I don't know that I can accept that. <laughs> well, I will be. Okay. <laughs> I will be learning now, from you. Now, okay, so you, you've got a podcast, but you, this is your first time ever being on Not Your Podcast. Yes. That's so, awesome. And I will be actually um, having guests on my show. Really? Starting next month. So this is good practice for me. Awesome. To have the dialogue. Awesome. Okay, here's what I want to do. I want to save podcast talk for the end. Okay. Does that work for you? Yes. Because I want to go out like I want to go through the beginning of your life, and then we're going to get to the end, not end of your life, but the, <laughs> to write the end of your story where we're at right now. Okay. And then we'll talk about podcasts. Okay. Does that work for you? Yeah, sounds Okay, good. I want to do one thing. Everybody's going to see this, though. I'm going to fix this. I need it to be a little more right here. Sorry, guys. Um, okay, so, Charlie Rose? Yes. Where were you born? I was born in Rockwall. Rockwall? Yes, but I didn't ever live there. We lived in Greenville. Okay. So. Okay. I've where. lived in Greenville. Oh, you have? Yeah. When? Uh, I Right out of high school, I moved to the Garland, Greenville area. Okay. Um, I worked at a place called Babe's Chicken Dinner House. No, Familiar I don't. Familiar with it? No. Mm, it sounds good. Yeah. They do everything family style. So, like, they, if you order fried chicken, they bring, like, a plate, like, piled up with fried chicken. If you okay. order, like the sides you get like a giant bowl of corn and a giant bowl of okra and wow. then you have spoons and then you just spoon out what you want onto your plate like literally family style that sounds so good it is was that a, still open uh i have not been in several years okay. but uh it was really good it was really good food <laughs> um okay so how long did you live there i lived in greenville for eight years and then we moved to paris okay okay so. what do you how much of that do you remember did I remember quite a bit. Okay. I went to uh, Greenville Christian School. Okay, awesome. And then when we moved over here, I went to Prairie Land. Okay. And that's where I graduated from. Um, so when you moved here, what grade were you in? It was in third grade. Third grade. Okay. And what school did you go to here? Here, Prairie Land. Prairie Land. Okay, yeah. you said that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> My brain's trying to catch up. Um, but you you went to North Lamar, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, I went to Paris until like... I think it was like third or fourth grade, and then I came to Northamar. So you know what it's like. It's kind of hard in third grade to transition to a new school. I was a bad kid. 
I think, yeah. Yeah, I, I like, I feel like, I don't know if it was just me being a bad kid <laughs> or if there was the transition factor or uh, I, I, my mom was a single mom earlier in, in my, my life. So then the, then there was a stepdad in the in the picture. Okay. And so there was a whole lot of stuff that happened all in that time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, you know, I was a hard kid. <laughs> okay, so you you came here, you were going to Prairie Land. How long did it take you to kind of acclimate to Prairie Land? I would say probably third grade was a transitional period, you mm-hmm. know, meeting people who wants to play with me on the playground, mm-hmm. right? But then fourth grade, I was having slumber parties at my house. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So you acclimated quick. I made some friends. <laughs> awesome. And not, so did you go to Prairie Land all the way through graduation? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what was your thing like? growing up during that time frame like were you a band person were you soccer like what was your thing I played basketball okay and I really wanted to be in the WNBA but I was terrible <laughs> so nobody actually told me I was terrible my parents came to every game and told me like I was the star of the team but yeah, I quickly found out, well, it was actually not quick because it was until varsity that I realized, like, wow, I'm really bad. Okay, this poses a question. <laughs> so, as a parent, you're a parent, right? I'm a parent now. Okay, yeah. So, as a parent now, I know we're fast forwarding a little bit, but as a parent now, do you feel like telling your kids, like, they they they, they could be in the WNBA if they want to? Do you Do you do that, or do you... Be more because like my middle son wants to be a uh, uh, astronaut influencer on YouTube. Oh wow! That's that's his thing right now. That sounds cool. Yeah, sounds awesome. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh. I asked him. <laughs> what does that mean? He's like, I want to go into space and do YouTube a YouTube channel. Wow. And I was like, okay, because kids don't want to be movie stars anymore. They want to be YouTube stars. Okay. I, that's I, I firmly believe that every kid I talk to loves YouTube, watching YouTube stuff. Um. And I'm like, I don't know. I was like, dude, you're going to have to start taking math classes. If that's that's what right. you want to be, like, you're going to have to start figuring out the, what, what it takes to be an astronaut. <laughs> I can teach you the camera stuff. I got you there. But I can't help you with the astronaut stuff. Yeah. Um, do you build that hope in them? I say build it for a little while and see if they can acquire a skill. Mm-hmm. And then if not, maybe transition into something else like another sport or (laughs) is that what happened so did your parents do that with you no (laughs) they just kept with the WMBA yes here's another example um I'm a horrible singer okay I sound like it's really bad okay I could give you a lot of analogies it's just really bad and my parents in middle school they told me I was so good that I actually entered the school talent show and sang (laughs) Yeah. So, and then it was at the talent show, I realized I was really bad at singing. Okay. Because other people, you know, sing good. Yeah. There was actually another kid shooting spit wads at me, <laughs> but I, I try to push that back in my mind. So, yeah, I think we should tell them before stuff like before that. Before they go on stage. Yes. Like, you build them up, but they're like, hey, Dad, I'm thinking about going on stage, and then you're like, well... Slowly roll. Yeah. Let's maybe get you some classes or like maybe some professional help, and then we'll talk about stage, stage. Yes. Stuff. Okay. Exactly. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. So you played. You, did you play basketball all the way up to senior year? Yes. Did you have any other like like were you in choir? Or? Um. No, it was not in choir. Okay. They, that would have helped with singing. <laughs> they, sh- they should have put me in choir. 
<laughs> I uh, played volleyball. Okay, awesome. Realized I love- uh, wasn't very good, so I became the team manager. That's, there's that's a skill too. Yes. That way I could still go with my friends and, you know, go to the yeah. dinners and stuff, hang out. Um, so I did that, and then I was a cheerleader. Okay. Awesome. So, yeah. so you had a lot of extracurricular Just, stuff. Yeah. Well-rounded. Cool. Not good at much, but well-rounded. So, okay. And through high school, did you think, were you still thinking, like, okay, I'm going to the WNBA? Or did you have any other, like, uh, I kind of could also be this? I thought about nursing. Okay. And I actually, in college, did major in nursing. Okay. But I changed my major. And what so, year is this? Like school year? Like graduating year? This is like probably senior year when okay. everyone's pressuring you about right. what are you going to do with your life. Okay. Which, that's kind of daunting to an yeah. 18-year-old. What I, do you think? I, oh, 100% agree. So, okay, story for me. Um, I It was like every meeting you go with a counselor or with a teacher yes. that, that you kind of connect with. It's always like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you love doing? How do you want to do that for a living? And that, that was like the question they asked. I feel like I was asked a million times in, in my senior year. And for me, it was always, I want to travel. Nice. Right? Um, and I did do a lot of traveling, but I, I struggled finding the career, which a lot of people said military. And I kind of thought about that and looked into it and then just decided it wasn't for me. I love my military. Don't get me wrong. I'm not bashing on them. I just, it didn't fit for me specifically at that stage of my life. Um, and I didn't pursue it. But um, I, I never could really find the right job that, like, allowed me to travel. And I, I, if I grew up in this day and age, I would be the, the bus guy that converted his bus to, uh, like, uh, a camper and then just drove around America and probably some sort of influence. I think that's what I would be if I was a high school kid graduating. That's what I would do now. Okay. But you could still do that. Mm. No. <laughs> a little harder with your family, probably. Yeah. Yep. I don't know how my wife would feel about living in a bus. Uh, I joke with her sometimes and say, we should do this. And she's like, no. Oh. Actually, my, my brother, he's graduating from um, Baylor, I think, here pretty soon. Uh and he is building his bus right now. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So he's going to travel. That's their plan. Um, he, he's, got, he's got one child and one on the way. Awesome. And they are, I mean, they are researching it. And they're, looking, they're madly looking into it. They, they want to have like a little garden on the front window. Um, he sends me Marco Polos and like does me little like uh, bus walks every time there's an update to it. And I love that. He's like, this is where the shower's going to be and this is where the main room's going to be. And um, I, I mean, I get a little jealous sometimes. I'm like, and he's just going to work mm-hmm. on on the road. So he he's goes. he's actively trying to find a job that will allow him to be able to work on the road. Nice. So that is his plan, but he doesn't have that yet. See. I feel like now there's there's more flexibility mm-hmm. in being a senior. Mm-hmm. And like, what are you going to do with your life, right? Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. Right. That would not have flew. Flow, no, <laughs> yeah. Not, not in our time frame, yeah. no. Um, okay, so you're graduating, you, you looked into nursing enough, and then you, you went to college, and you started going to college for nursing. Yes. How did, what, ex- explain that a little bit to me. So I actually got an LVN license. Okay. Um, but 
there's still more education behind that that mm-hmm. you would have to kind of con- you can stop at an LVN, but a lot of people want to continue to get your RN or BSN. Mm-hmm. So there was more college on the horizon for me. But after I graduated with my LVN, I actually went and joined YWAM. Okay. For um, six months. Awesome. And I met Leah Emerson over there, who I'm sure you guys know. Very familiar with. (laughs) So I spent six months in Australia and Papua New Guinea. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's a whole nother story in itself. But that was... No, no, no. That's the story. Oh, that, we're here for your story. We're here for the Papua story. New Guinea, people want to know about Papua New Guinea. Okay. Okay. So um, through YWAM, I took some Bible classes. Mm-hmm. And then I had the opportunity to go on like a, a long-term mission trip. I say long-term. A couple months. Mm-hmm. And um, my now husband, Colby Rose, mm-hmm. he came to visit me during that time. And when I got back home, we got married. Awesome. And then quickly after that, we signed up to go to YWAM together. Awesome. So we did six months together at the same base um, where Leah was and spent um, the same time doing Bible classes Mm -hmm. and mission work. That's amazing. Yeah, it was fun. So uh, tell us about like, so was the, the base in Papua New Guinea or were you based somewhere else and then you went to Papua New Guinea? So the place that I took the Bible classes okay. was in Townsville, Australia. Oh. Yeah, it was it was fun. Um, Townsville is like far north. So like if you think of Sydney, most people think like mm-hmm. Sydney, you know, Australia, that's in the south. So I wasn't really in a tourist area, but it was fun to me. Right? Like, yeah, I was the tourist dude. there. <laughs> I, one of my bucket list places to go is Australia. I would really? love to go there. Where at would you like to go? I don't know, because oh. I've never been. Okay. I would just, I, I would have to ask Leah, and then yes. she would be like, this is, like, first place you have to go here, and then she would give me a whole list of places to go. Yes. Sydney, definitely. Sydney. The Opera House. The Opera House. I, I mean, that's probably the most notable place for Australia, I feel like. Yes. Um, so, but, but you've done traveling? I have. So, uh, I've been to Haiti. I've been to, uh, I spent a long time in Mexico, like like a month and a half. Wow. I spent almost a month in um, Beijing. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I've done a little bit here and there. And what, what were you doing? When you so were most there? of them were mission trips. Okay. Um, I also lived in Hawaii for a little bit. We wow. talked about that earlier. Um, but most of them were mission trips and longer, not super long term, but like kind of medium long term. If, okay. if that yeah. makes sense. Like it wasn't like a week long, but it was a little longer. And um, uh, I, one of them was with an internship I did for uh, like a leadership academy called 24 7. Um, one of them was with m- one of my home churches th- at the time. Um, and then uh, the other one. I feel like I'm forgetting one. Anyway, I've done several of them. Okay, but, but you were not living here in Paris and, and doing the only that. one that I was living here in Paris was Haiti. Okay, I was living in Paris and I went with the church, and that was this, probably the shortest missions trip that I did. It was more of like a week and a half ish. Okay, like, yeah, fourteen days or something like that. None with your children. Mm-mm, no, okay. I haven't taken my children yet. Um, but my wife's also been several places. She's been to Germany. Um, we, depending on which story you get from which person, we halfway met in, uh, on the Beijing trip. Okay. Um, and there's a, a whole Great Wall of China story there, which I've told on the podcast. Um, and, uh, and then, um, 
Where else has she been? She's been somewhere else that I'm not thinking of. Doing mission work. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Doing mission work, yeah. So we, we definitely love that that kind of world. We haven't done it much since we've had kids. Yeah. Uh, my Haiti trip, I think we had a, I had one of, I think I had Liam, but I didn't, he was very young. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. And now it's a little bit harder with COVID. It is definitely mix. harder. And, and I hadn't, well, COVID and running a business has definitely changed my lifestyle a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I hadn't been able to do as much of that as I probably would like to do. Yeah. We can't but buy a bus right now. I can't buy a bus right now. <laughs> no. All right. So uh, you're, you've spent a year in um, Papua New Guinea. Yes. Um, what, so, and you're, now you're married. Mm-hmm. Tell, wait a minute. Tell me that story, but how, how did y'all meet? Colby and I met when um, he was in college, okay. going to PJC, and I was a senior in high school. Okay. So we had um, friends that dated each other. Okay. And they were like, oh, y'all have to meet, you know, you know mm, what yeah. it's like. And uh, so. They set you up. They set us up. Yeah. And then they broke up. Oh, no. But we stayed together. <laughs> Aww. So that's okay though. Okay. Yeah, they're both doing well now. Okay, good. <laughs> Sometimes it's just better apart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. So, what was it like? Like, what what was that like? Did you uh, did you know right away? Um, like, I feel like Colby knew right away. Okay. But I kind of thought he was a little strange when I first met him. Yeah, looking back and listening to him, he was just nervous. Yeah. And I remember my mom saying, you, you, need, you need to go out one more time with him because yeah. he's probably nervous. So I did, and we ate Italian food. Mm-hmm. I actually ate more than him that night. I was so hungry. And he'll tell you that's when he was like, wow, this is going to be my wife because I could eat a lot of food. I don't know why. <laughs> he thought that was impressive. That's awesome. But, um, yeah, so we've now been married for six years. Awesome. So, And how long have you been married? We just did this. I messed up. Coming up on fourteen. Wow. In May, I believe. That's I think awesome. I said fifteen, and she was like, "It's not been fifteen. I was like, "I feel like it's 15. and then she was right. I think it's coming up on fourteen. So you guys have lived your married life mostly in Paris. Yeah, there's six months, six to eight months that we lived in Colorado after we got married, okay. and then we came we came here. Nice. So it we're we're uh, you know four or five years away from Kimmy living in Texas longer than she lived in um, in. Uh, Colorado. And that's where she's from? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so she's a Texan. She's almost a Texan. a Texan. She's almost, I, well, I catch her saying some Texan things every now and again, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> babe. <laughs> she throws in a y'all or something, something very Texan, and I was like, I've, I've done it. You're now a Texan. Yes. Um, okay. So uh, where did y'all get married? Here we, or we got married in Mount Pleasant, Mount so Pleasant. just like fifty okay. minutes away. Awesome, yeah, awesome. So y'all are married. Y'all are in Papua New Guinea. Did y'all think that y'all were gonna stay in that? Because I know some people can be like lifetime YWAMers, like yes. it's like a career path for some people. So we did think about continuing joining staff with mm-hmm. YWAM. But when we got home from our six-month uh, school, basically, it's called mm-hmm. a dis- discipleship training school. Uh, Colby was offered a job working with my dad. Awesome. My dad owns a plumbing business here awesome. in Paris. 
So um, he accepted that job, but I wanted to continue my Bible education. Okay. And through YWAM, I would have had that opportunity. Gotcha. So I kind of had to look at, okay, well, what other things could I do Mm -hmm. to learn more? And um, I enrolled at Dallas Baptist University. Awesome. And I got my undergrad in intercultural studies. Awesome. And that's a fancy term for mission work. Okay. Um. So I still thought, like, we're going to, at some point. So you point, went to school thinking, hey, I, like, I'm going to go back to college and get educated to possibly still do mission work. Yes. Okay. Paid a lot of money to be a missionary. <laughs> it, and that doesn't pay that well, right? right. <laughs> so um, it didn't work out that way. Uh, Colby continued working with the mm-hmm. company. Okay. And we had our first child okay. named Sophie. And um, no place in Paris really wanted to hire me for mission work, yeah. right? It, it, uh, that would be hard. So um, I decided, well, I'm going to go back to school okay. to learn more about the Bible. <laughs> and, I feel like, I mean, how do you go wrong there? Right, right. right? Uh, Colby asked me sometimes, he's like, are you ever going to do anything that makes you money? I don't know yet. Not sure. Still figuring that out. So uh, I'm currently enrolled at Dallas Theological Seminary. Okay. Colby is still working with my dad's business. He's actually part owner now. So awesome. Yeah, that works. Yeah, it worked out, and we had another baby. Okay. So you see, you see, like the change with the family, Mm -hmm. but still, my desire is just to go to school. (laughs) You're gonna be a lifetime school, right? Like person I've, I've met people that are actually like that they'll take like one class every uh, every semester and then just always stay in school I know there's something about learning yeah what do you think I'm more of a hands-on like I, I I'm a YouTube learner for sure like okay. let me see you do it then let me do it and let me see you do it and then let me do it and and that's how I learn I tried college once for a very short amount of time mm-hmm. and I I did not it did not jive well with me. Okay. That's okay. But I love, I do love learning and I love trying to teach people my, uh, you know, things that I'm decent at, but, uh, I, I've actually had several schools offer me like a video teaching job. Wow. But I'm like, I don't, I didn't go to college for this. I didn't, I'm not educated in this. I'm a, I'm a push a button. Ooh, that's the wrong button to push. Don't push that button again. Yes. And then, and then like almost label it, don't push button. And then you push something else. You're like, oh, that's what that button does. Yes. That's way easier than the way I've been doing it this whole time. So I'm more of that kind of a like learning kind of process guy. So I don't know that teaching other kids to learn that way would work out for me. Well, you could tell them what not to do, right? I could tell them what not to do. And then say. Well, and that's not necessarily true though, because that button has a purpose (laughs) and it works. And if I was educated better on how it is, and I mean, this is a pretty broad thing, but like, you know, I I could probably teach them how to do it right versus what not, what I've learned not to do. And there's in the back of my head labeled, don't do that. I mean, there's always a right way to do it. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you're supposed to push that button second. Exactly. You push this button, then that button. But now I'm just like, I don't want to push that button because when I push that button, it like messed everything up. Yeah. Uh, I do that a lot in like Photoshop or or Premiere, like behind, like like that kind of editing software. Okay. Um, I push a button and everything goes black, and I'm like, what did I, what did I do? Why does it? Why is there no image on here? And then you push more buttons, and, and then it, figure out why that why you're actually supposed to push that. button. Okay. Yeah. See, that works. Yeah. You could but totally it, teach people. But it only took me ten years to figure all that out. 
That's the education process, right? right? Yes. We just did it differently. Yes. Um, I think most of all what I, so I've talked about this in the podcast, what I love is, is giving resources and opportunity to kids. So me growing up in small town America, mm-hmm. like there weren't a lot, there weren't cameras. Like our yearbook department had one camera and there was like one person that was in charge of the camera. So there yeah. wasn't a lot of like getting to learn you know that it's that that we're talking 20 something years ago mm-hmm. we're not talking now they they definitely have more resources now but they don't have the resources that dead cat has yeah so like t- like something i would love to be able to do is possibly team up with some of the schools and giving them opportunities to come and you know be on set with us and see some of these bigger cameras and see some of the stuff that we do so that then they have the experience going out of high school that I could do something like this. Yeah. Um, it is, it is achievable. Um, where you may do that with schools. I've talked, like we've brought it up to them. So it's, I mean, it would, I mean, it would be early in the conversation is, but I, I, there's a lot of like, what does that look like? Yeah. Um, because I don't like, we would love to have a student if they were wanting to, to come up and kind of intern and they could do it out of school. But I'd also love to like partner with the school and then say like if they're in co-op or something and they wanted to spend their, maybe they're in an arts class or a theater arts class, they could spend their theater arts class and come here and learn about like camera art. Like, you know what I mean? That would be incredible. But I don't know like in the politics of school, I don't know how that looks. Does that make sense? With like the accreditation. Yeah. Like, and well, I mean, can they send like, we're not actual teachers. We're not actually employees of the, of the school. Can they even send students to us like that? Okay. Um, so I don't know. It's been a thought that I've thought about, but, and, and I've brought it up in conversations with people, but it's, it's never come to like, Oh yeah, let's do that. I hope it does. Yeah. You never know. That's fun. I mean, it would be a cool opportunity. If I was in school, I would sign up. Right. And we do have, we do have, uh, we have two girls that we've worked a lot with uh, from North Lamar who have come on sets with us. We had one girl, she was running, so we did this uh, short film a while back and we rented um, the group of, like, the guy running it rented it, Mm -hmm. but we we were there. So he rented these big time cameras and there was like a $30,000 lens on a camera. Wow. And so one of the, the, both the girls got an opportunity to run a camera that was worth lots of money, right? And so, like, I, I would have loved that opportunity in high school and to know. And I think one of them is going to school for, for like, um, video and production. Wow. And you gave her that experience. Uh, yeah. Well, it, some, some. Some. Some of that experience. She had that. She had that eagerness before she, you know, before. But we gave her some experience and some like opportunities to kind of dip a little bit more into. It. She was actually touring a school the other day, and she texted us um, how she was going into their like cage. We have a cage here at uh, Dead Cat, but they had a cage on their campus, and she was like, "There's." a red camera which is a really expensive camera there's a red camera sitting on a shelf right in front of me well uh and leah texted back grab it and run <laughs> <laughs> so and and she's she said but i don't have a purse big enough to stick it in and i said you're young you're fast just run yeah run with it yeah go so but yeah so it's cool to see that kind of stuff it'd be cool to have that more of that as we go forward yeah 
Um, and then you get to see her progress. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And, and yeah, and then maybe she comes back home and wants to have a job down the road. And I, yeah, yeah. But come on. Here you are. We're, come on to Dead Cat. Let's yeah. do it. That's awesome. So, yeah. Sorry, we got off on me a little bit. No, I enjoyed that. Um. Okay. So where where are we at? Okay. So you're you're back in school. What at what point? Let's let's dip into podcasts. Okay. At what point did you decide that you wanted to start this venture? So this venture came when I felt like I had learned so much mm-hmm. from the education that I've uh, had the opportunity to experience and wanted to share that with other people. Okay. So not everyone um, through their life wants to go to school mm-hmm. or has the opportunity to go to school, but may want to know more about their Bible okay. or more about theology topics. So I had the idea to start Everyday Theologian because really every person is a theologian to some degree. Right. Uh, theology is just the study of God. So if anyone has had thoughts about God or conversations about mm-hmm. God, then they're a theologian. It's just, are we accurate? Right. Are we, you know, lining up with scripture? So the podcast is a free opportunity for people to hear uh, study tips I, I just did a walkthrough from Genesis to Revelation, mm-hmm. and um, then I'm going to have more people on the show to talk mm-hmm. about theology topics. So, Sorry, guys. <laughs> we are at the Dead Cat Studios. I, I brought this up in a podcast before. Um, we do do our videos like uh, here at the studio, and we are still open. So if you hear the doorbell or if you hear people in the background, that's just part of it. You're, you're on this journey with us. It's part of the story. Yes. Um, it okay. makes it more real. It makes real. it more real, yeah. I was telling you, and I tell this to almost every guest, like my original plan, I started this in like 2018, and my original plan was to have it at coffee shops. Yes, and I was that's gonna, awesome. I was going to bounce around to different coffee shops and have guests at different coffee shops, and then you would have the real like people talking in the background and all that kind of stuff would happen around you and then it was just it kind of felt more like you were part of a conversation of friends happening you know right then and there so i kind of like that there's occasional yeah. disruption disruptions like i think that's again part of our story yes um okay sorry sidebar <laughs> um so so you start with a podcast, but there's more to it than a podcast, right? Yeah. So like I mentioned at the beginning, um, I'm doing, I just wrote a kid's book. Awesome. So it's over. That's really exciting. I didn't know that. I knew some of the other stuff, but I didn't know that part. Yeah. It wasn't the original plan. I wrote a women's Bible study. It's four weeks over um, what is the Bible. Okay. And not necessarily the stories in the Bible, but what is this book that we're told to read? Okay. And um, how how do we read it? And through that, I just quickly, I put in so much effort into the women's study that I was qu- really quickly able to write a kid's book with the same material. Okay. So the kid's book is over bibliology. Okay. Um, how the Bible is, you know, Christians believe inerrant and infallible, right? Okay. Um, it's true and it has no error. So the kids' book doesn't say big theology terms, but it teaches all of the theology. The basics. Yes. Okay. And, so. okay, did you tell me, so it's, the, it's, is it published and coming back? So it just got done, this week it'll be done with the editor. Editor, okay. Yes. Okay, that's what you're, and you're waiting for that to come back. And then it'll go to illustration. Okay. Yeah. 
How hard was it to figure out all of that? Because, I mean, did you were you educated in how to write a book, or did you just do a lot of research, or like? I was educated in on how to write like fifteen page papers. Okay. And then get them back with a lot of red marks on them. Right. <laughs> that was always super fun. <laughs> I'm still in that process too. It's super fun, but um, no. So I actually. I had some connections, okay. and I was able to reach out to an editor that I had. I know we're not. Um, well, I don't know her in depth, but I okay. know her. And then I have uh, the illustrator. We have a mutual friend. Okay. So that worked out. Okay. Yeah. So okay, because I feel like this could be a great time to inspire people. Because I okay, I love creativity. I love art. I feel like. I'm a strong believer that everyone's an artist to some extent, kind of like your theologian yes. thought. Um, and people often say, well, I'm just not creative. Well, if you lay concrete, there is an art to laying concrete, yes. right? And I, even a plumber. Like, there's an art. Like, I had to fix something the other day, and it was, like, impossible. I had to call a guy who was, like, had that skill and, and maybe it doesn't necessarily look like a painting. Sorry, my nose is just, oh. A little itch. Um, uh, it's probably a beard hair tickling my nose <laughs> or something. Um, and so I think there's an aspect, or even if you're a plumber, but you also do this other thing. Like, I think there's an aspect of art in everyone. Anyway, I feel like this is a great opportunity for someone who's always thought about writing a book to be reassured that, like, someone who knows nothing. Yes. Well, not nothing, but knows very little about the process mm -hmm. of writing a book and getting it done can do it. So do you feel like, is there any words that you can inspire someone with on, on that? Absolutely. Kind of um, I am not a child's author, right. right? That's not something that I do, but I had an idea and I, I felt like it could be helpful for people. Mm -hmm. So I just went for it. Awesome. And during this process, um, there has been hiccups, mm -hmm. right? There, when I talk to people, when I talk to the editor in my emails, I literally say things like, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you give me some help, right? Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. have to set, be humble in the process and say, there's other people who are smarter in their creativity, right? Right. And they, let's help each other. Well, and that's their job. Like, that's their job. They, they've probably, like, you get in your head and you think, like, they're so annoyed dealing with me because I don't know what I'm doing. But the probably the honest truth is they're dealing with people who are new at it on a daily basis. Yes. So they're not probably annoyed that you don't know what you're doing. They're probably uh probably actually relieved that you're being frank about it and being like hey I know that I don't know what I'm doing if you just tell me what I need to do I could do that exactly yes so anybody who wants literally to do anything like how you were saying your son mm -hmm. wants to go to space let's give it a go right and then if you know down the road we realize wow this really isn't yes. my sport like like basketball really right. wasn't my sport let's navigate to find what is our thing. right I did this thing so I remember that was about 10 years ago. I was wanting to get, because I've been kind of doing video creative stuff. My side hustle side of it started probably about 10 years ago. Okay. And then, I mean, it didn't become a full-fledged business right away. It took s several weekends and side jobs and things to get me to where I was doing. I, you know, a lot, I think a lot of people see what little success I have now and think that it just happened and I'm, that I'm just a super creative guy. No, it took 10 years to build. Yeah. Um. And, but I remember, I specifically remember a moment about 10 years ago where I said, okay, I'm going to spend, I forgot what the exact time frame was, but I think it was like an hour a day 
either doing or learning. Mm, that's awesome. Um, so I'm, I was either going to do some sort of video, whether it was bad or good or, or whatever. And, and I mean, we're talking about starting with the cheapest camera that phones and phones weren't as good, but I did use phones. I think we had, I had an iPhone at that time, but they weren't like they are now. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we're talking about free software. Like just, I didn't spend a lot of money. I just did it. Mm -hmm. Or I got on YouTube and I found, you know, someone who was doing tutorials on videos and I watched it for an hour. Yeah. And so I, I implemented that and I feel like the moment I implemented that, opportunities started coming wow. right not not even like not even I wasn't even like putting it out there I don't know if it was just kind of like a you know a god thing like mm -hmm. I, I I took the step to implement something new in my life and then he brought me opportunities mm -hmm. you know what I mean so I feel like I mean it can kind of be similar to what you you did where you just you ha you did all that work on on the paper before right mm -hmm. And then you saw the opportunity to kind of shift it into into the children's book, um, but it, but there were steps you had to take. Yes. So, yes. anyway, I don't know why that was a whole like soapbox side rant I just did there. No, that was it was encouraging. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that being said, I feel like anyone listening to this, if you feel like you have a great idea and you feel like you have, just spend a little bit of time and start pouring into it, mm -hmm. like because there is the there is a world where you could you could publish your own book yes or you can be a videographer or you can do whatever artistic thing you like draw paint um you know lay concrete like there, there's a lot of things you could do i will say one thing that has been so helpful for me mm -hmm. is um one i feel like god has blessed me with great friends mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe you're listening and you think, oh, yeah, I have, like, that one friend, too. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Share with those people that yes. you trust. Share your ideas. Mm -hmm. And the kids' book that I wrote, I literally sat a handful of my friends down, and I was like, I'm going to read this to you like you're two. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I want you to pretend like you're two years old, right. and I'm going to read this to you, and I'm going to pretend like you're two years old. <laughs> So I just read it with the excitement, you yeah, know, yeah. and after also the, the friends you trust, you want them to, to be honest with you, yeah, right? That's obviously. part of the, the trusting process. Yeah. So at the end I said, okay, real feedback. And they said, wow, we love that, you know? And, yeah. and I felt like too, that they were being sincere because they could have told me if, mm -hmm. if I needed to correct things. Yeah. So I would just encourage you, if you have ideas, share those with people you trust because yeah. that's, that's really when they're born. Right. And they're going, and they're going to rally behind you and, and, and champion you to finish it. It's almost like yes. by doing something like that, you're sort of painting yourself in a corner to continue to do it. Right. right. Yes. Because then the next time you see your friend, they're going to be like, how's your, your book project coming? And you're going to be like, ah, oh. Well, I kind of fell off of it. And hopefully if they're a good friend, they're like, don't, don't. You were on to something good. Yeah. Keep pushing forward. You've got this. Um, I had, we had a pastor once that always said, show me your friends. I'll show you your future. That's so true. And I'm like, that's it. Like the people you put around you are the people that are going to champion you to be the better you. Mm -hmm. um, that's good. And, and be excited. Right? Yeah. And be excited for you. Um, I remember, so one of my closest friends, Greg Key, um, uh, we've we've worked at several churches together, but he remembers ten years ago me talking about my dream, right? Okay. And so now I'm 
living my dream and he remembers when it was just like we were sitting at a coffee table doing this and I was just telling him like oh, I really just I want to do you know I want to have a, a media company I want to do this I want to do that it might not have looked exactly like this but I mean it was definitely in this realm mm-hmm. um and and he tells me all the time like it's it's such a treat being able to and this is his words being able to see you live what you thought of 10 years ago that's awesome um, but a lot of that is having a great key in your life that's championing you to do th- mm-hmm. those things. Um, anyway. And 10 years later, excited, excited for you right. to see it happen. Right. Uh, okay. So you got the podcast, you got the book and you've got the class. Yes, that is also, so the, the women's class is, um, it's still in editing as well. Okay. The same editor is looking over okay. that. So I can make sure it's a good document that I yeah. share. Uh, and then I have, of course, merchandise. Okay. I feel like, you know, that's a staple, right? You have to have yeah, your merchandise. Yeah, you something. So uh, I have this shirt, actually, it says Theology Matters. Okay. Um, and I have some other ones as well. Awesome. But yeah. Can they, can people find that stuff right now? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have a website. Okay. Everydaytheologian.life. Okay. And my biggest project for this year is to have an in-person uh, women's conference. Yay. So in the hope of that would be um, another avenue to help women feel comfortable with their Bible. Yeah. That's awesome. How big would you want to do that to be? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I don't really have a cap on it right now, but, um, really as many people Who that want to come. Yeah. yeah so. That's awesome. Um, so, so they can find you on the website. Is there anywhere else they can find and keep up with what's going on? Facebook. Okay. I have a Facebook page, Everyday Theologian and okay. on Instagram. Okay. I have, um, it's Everyday Theologian as well. Good job. Uh, <laughs> just trying to keep it yeah, steady, keep right? Yeah, simple, yeah. So one cool thing on um, Instagram that I like to do each week mm-hmm. is Bible trivia. Yay. So I know some people like to quiz themselves. So mm-hmm. I just post questions on and they can play the game. But um, yeah, so that's what I'm up to. I feel like that could be another another book for you, like a tabletop book. Bible trivia. Bible trivia. Right? <laughs> right. That's not a good a, one. Not a bad idea. Yeah. If you already do them, just kind of bookmark them. Yes. And then after you've done, I don't know, 100 or so, start picking out the best ones or the ones. Oh, sorry. This is a great idea. Do a, like an Instagram style Bible trivia book. Okay. So it would look like Instagram and you have your post up there, but then you could post some of your favorite comments, people's comments to the trivia in okay. the book. I'm going to need your help with that. I can help you with that. <laughs> That's a cool idea, though, yes. right? Like, because there's more, uh, uh, like, so Bible study, there's some of my favorite part is, like, hearing other people's thoughts and processes and, and the way, it's, I mean, same in art. Like, the way another person sees something is so different than the way I'm going to see it. Like, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm a very outside-of-the-box person, so I see stuff very different, mm-hmm. but it's so refreshing to see it from other people. So it would be a cool, it would be a cool thought on a book because you have a you have a you know you have trivia but then what like why did a why did this person think it meant this or wh- why did they go this other direction yeah. i don't know it's a cool idea okay you just planted that in my mind okay <laughs> thank uh, you do you have sorry and you may not want to say this but do you have any like big ideas for for future like a few years down the road i'd really like to do this project um i one thing that i would love to see happen is the study that i wrote for women Mm -hmm. i I would love to continue to create that content Mm -hmm. right now 
I will be um, teaching this study. Okay. So I'm going to have the opportunity for people to like sign up and okay. be a part of it. Awesome. My long-term goal would be for other people to uh, be able to teach it in their own small groups, in oh, their yay. own churches. So I could only go so far with the content, right? right? But if more people feel comfortable teaching others the same content, yeah. then it could really could really go farther. Yeah. So that's a, that. a dream. Yeah. That's a great dream. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about it in like a year. Okay. Yeah. You where, be the Greg. Where, where are you at with that? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thanks for asking me. This was fun. It was fun. I am excited to hear um, all of the interviews that you're going to do. Yeah. Is this I've, weekly? Yeah. We're going weekly. I've got like six, I think you're the sixth one in the, that's recorded. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recorded several, and the first one, as of us recording this, there's only been one that's been released. Okay, awesome. Um, so I, you're going to probably, when this is actually released, there's probably going to be several that have been released. Obviously, everyone before you have been released. Um, but um, so there's several of those. We've got some really cool guests. Um, I'm really excited about that. And I mean, you're obviously among them. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> But, uh, and there's some wild stories. Um, so it's cool hearing your story. I, I love the journey that y'all went on, you and your husband. I love the whole, the whole Papua New Guinea part. It's, it's a really cool, you know, we kind of dipped in that a little bit because I've done, I, Leah's been on the podcast and we kind of talked about her story a awesome. little bit. Um, so we know a little bit about that world, but it's kind of cool hearing your perspective of it. Yeah. So where can people listen to your podcast? So it's on 11 different platforms. Oh, wow. Um, and, and, you know, the main ones are going to be Apple and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like Podbeam and there's a few other ones that you can find. So if you have a favorite, you can always look it up. Uh, we have, we, this, so we're kind of considering this being season two. Okay. Uh, so some of season one is on YouTube, but we're putting all of season two on YouTube. Oh, I love that. People like to watch. Yeah, there is a, there, there, there is, and you know, when I first did this, I, I was just, I was in a different world. Um, and the season one, mo- those are mostly going to be like a picture overlay with just the audio. Okay. Um, season two, we're physically recording it on video and then publishing a video on YouTube. Uh, Facebook actually now has a podcast. Uh, I believe it's only on the phone, so you can't find it very easily on, uh, you can find it sometimes when someone shares it, Okay. but it's hard to find the actual like page that the podcasts are on on Facebook. But you're, if you're on your phone, you can go to like Dead Cat's page and there'll be a little tab at the top that says podcast and you can click the podcast and it'll okay. take you to the podcast awesome. inside of Facebook, uh, inside of Facebook, which is really cool. And I think it's going to be a game changer for, uh, for listeners cause it's easier. Yes. Um, the less clicks, the mm-hmm, better, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those are our primary locations for people to go. Um, we do have, I don't want to give very much away because I want people to be excited for it, but we do have some really cool ideas for where the podcast is going to go. Um, uh, there's kind of a whole, there's a whole spider web plan that like when I watch some behind the scenes of movies, like people like have this, like they have the beginning and then they have the end and then they have all the stuff that happens in between to get you to the end. Yes. Like I kind of feel like that's where we're at. Like we have this really cool idea for where the uh, podcast and the things associated to the podcast are going to go. But like we're at the very beginning of it, just launching it back up and 
it's kind of cool seeing that spider web of stuff. So pe- I really hope people s- start listening and start uh, and and stays tuned because there's some really cool stuff that we're gonna do. Yay! Well, little cliffhanger. Little I cliffhanger. can't wait. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you for asking me. Yep. This was fun. Awesome. Well, uh, as always, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.